way Canada preps for and deals with emergencies is old school. So what can we better do in case of an emergency? Joining us to talk about how Canada can make some changes to better respond is Jack Lindsay, Associate Professor and Chair of Applied Disaster and Emergency Studies Department at Brandon University. Good morning, Jack. Thanks for joining us. Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, when we're talking about emergencies, are we talking about emergencies, disasters? Are we talking about, for example, the wildfires from Fort McMurray, that sort of thing? What exactly are we talking about here? Yeah, certainly those larger scale community-sized disasters or the, or the flooding that Calgary had a decade ago. So I'm wondering, Jack, have we let our resources slip and uh, our strategies surrounding, uh, you know, disasters fall to the wayside, or are these disasters becoming more common? How do you see this? Well, it's a little bit of both. We're, we are seeing some unusual weather, um, regardless of how you uh, place that. But we also have growing populations in cities like Vancouver that have earthquake risks. Um, we have the train derailment problems like we had with Lake Megantic. There's a whole range of problems besides climate-driven that are increasing our disaster risks. And our approach to it, at least in the legislation, is, is 50 years old. So, yeah, I do think it's time for us to revisit the way we're organizing. So we're talking about outdated civil defense practices that date back to the Cold War era. Can you give us a couple of examples of, of what the response might be given that outdated information? Sure. Well, it's the fact that almost all the provinces essentially have the same powers that they um, picked up from the War Measures Act uh, decades ago. Uh, so we rely on them. Um, we rely on being able to require evacuations. We rely on being able to close roads, all of those special powers. And I'm not saying that those powers aren't needed sometimes, but we have become um, dependent on them. Rather than planning to not have to use them, uh, we tend to plan all of our, our responses around counting on them. And increasingly, um, we're finding ourselves turning to the military as a, as a force of last resort, but we're not really waiting until the last minute to call them in. And so I, that's what's driving this discussion federally about whether we need a national response agency. And I think what we need to do is, is organize ourselves better to reduce risk and to share resources between provinces even better than we do now. So, so, so more, Jack, of a regional approach because these different events can be so unique with an overlying umbrella of a national body to a certain extent? Um, well, we do have provincial emergency management that's putting the responsibilities and the support to local authorities, and, and in some cases, a, a more of a regional approach. Uh, I just don't think that at the moment we're going to be able to find all the extra resource to create the kind of response agency that's been talked about. Um, what we don't have in Canada, uh, and something that they're trying to get in the U.S. but haven't yet, is the equivalent of a transportation safety board. If we have a, even a near miss with two airplanes at Calgary Airport, um, there's going to be an investigation. There's going to be some lessons learned. But we declare states of emergency, suspend civil rights, every single year across the country in different provinces and nobody ever really takes a look at why that was or what we learned from it so jack i mean this is your world what do we need to do in do we put together a list and this is something that is you know shared canada wide what's the answer here well i think um we have a good answer federally with the, the existing emergency management act the act that tells the federal government how to organize itself it's the emergencies act the one that Trudeau used last year, um, or in 2022, for the uh, Freedom Convoy, that act 
uh, is well out of date, and it doesn't reflect the way the provinces and the federal government actually act in disaster. Um, if we didn't use it for the pandemic as, um, and then waited to use it for the convoy, I'm not sure that it is the tool that we need to have in the toolbox. Uh, but also, um, we don't have enough emergency managers in the country. We're relying on volunteer fire chiefs. We're relying on um, small-town uh, council members to, to be our emergency managers, and that's, again, where a more regional approach and a, and a step towards professionalization in our field is, is important as well. Jack, uh, a couple minutes ago, you gave a reference to comparing aviation uh, safety concerns and protocols to that of the U.S. Are there any other nations that you can point at, Jack, that have a better system in place when it comes to addressing emergencies that we can maybe take a a note from? Sure. You know, I do teach an international comparisons course, and I think what we find um, the most striking is that every country is so different. Um, I worked in New Zealand for a while, and they have some great systems, but they also are a very, very small country, not like Canada in terms of geography or population, so that changes things. Um, Some countries like Japan have um, good systems, but they also have a different culture in terms of of how they organize um, business and and personal life. So, you know, I think what we have to do is find a Canadian-made solution and not just keep looking um, to see what others are doing and then trying to squeeze it into Canada. But mostly, I think we have to recognize that disasters are local problems. It's when our local resources are overwhelmed. And sometimes that happens because local decisions about where to build a new subdivision or um, what tax break to give a new industry into our community. Those decisions can change risk, but we never look back that far. We always look at um, how did the response go And if the response is okay, then we think, oh, well, we got through that one. We really need to see that, as Dennis Maletti, an author in my field, said, um, we're designing these disasters. We're we're creating them with the way that we build our communities, and that's where the emphasis needs to become. Great conversation. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Jack. Really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much. Jack Lindsay, Associate Professor and Chair of Applied Disaster and Emergency Studies at Brandon University.